It's a bad advice show. Good afternoon, good morning, good night. It is midsummer, and we're back, everybody. I hope you missed us. I know you missed us. Some of you guys are very excited to hear from us. Some of you guys are happy, and some of you guys are sad. But to my right, Ailey from Nylons. You know her. You love her. You can't get enough. Put your hands together for Mel, everybody. What's good, people? And to my right, Aileen from parts of the Northeast, I care not to tell. Sir Ron Russell, everybody. Hey, what's happening? Glad to be back with y'all. How is y'all summer? Hot. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the most. Nigga. Oh, stress in the summer? That's the worst. Can't be stressed in this weather. Shit. <laughs> Somebody what, told what you better wrong. what better weather to be stressed out with shit going on in this world and then the sun beating down on you at the same time? Oh, it's the only person stress, people who think you can't be stressed in the summer, that's A, people who have not had children, and B, Ooh. people who have not had to pay cooling bill for a single family home. Well, then I'm does having roommates that's late with heating bills and energy bills count? No. <laughs> you should be stressed too. It kind of counts, but heating a single family home is just a different, it's a different beast. It's a different animal. And it also depends on like where your apartment is. If you're sort of inside with houses around you and on top and below, you're benefiting from that. Yes. Yeah, I have a small place and my heat, my cooling bill, my my electricity bill was $407. Seven. And I don't, it's A, just me, and I don't run my shit wild like that. Like I use it, don't get me wrong. I'm not in here sweating and all that, but. Wait, what was, your, what was the number you just said? 407 American dollars. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it could be worse. You could be in Arizona. Shout out to Arizona, who is getting temperatures upward of 110. And I think yesterday was 116 at night. Yeah, the thing about yeah. Arizona is terrible. Don't get me wrong. Like that weather, that heat is terrible. <laughs> but they also really have a system. They, really, they have a system like even if you go outside and you sit outside for brunch they have little misters that are blowing water and cool like cooling everything down everything has air blowers and air conditioning and all kinds they got of this shit they yeah got this shit they, set up like doom yeah oh. they have it set up like they know it's about to be 120 degrees out that motherfucker Mm-hmm. Plus, they don't so, have humidity, and I know it sounds like bullshit, but dry heat is def- it's still heat, but it's not the same as what 114 would feel like, say, in New Orleans. Yeah, I t- 100, I, 114 in New Orleans would be a national emergency. Yeah, that would be a death sentence. Like, you can't live in that. So, what is this dry heat everyone keeps telling me about? Because I felt it was like in Las Vegas, and I hated that dry heat. That's it? Yeah, so you're not going to love Vegas it. Is- 
It sucks, but it's different. Las Vegas is also asphalt hell. And you were probably <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah yes, officer. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not judging. I'm saying that alcohol makes it worse. Oh man. Ugh. Ugh. You I got really a friend. have to hydrate in that kind of shit. I got a friend that lives down in Phoenix and he keeps telling me that it's not as bad as I make it sound and that I should think about moving to Phoenix because it's not that bad and there's swinger communities and his friends just moved down there and he's sleeping with somebody's wife and he's loving it. And I'm just like, what? Dude, that's not a reason to move to Phoenix. <laughs> you can sleep with somebody's wife anywhere. You can do that in Oregon. You can do that in I Denver. Get, I, I know. I know wives are getting fucked by their not husbands in Denver. You just can't make me believe otherwise. Oh, you can't. Oh, yeah. yes. yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. Russell Wilson just moved over there. He's he going to have him nervous. No. He ain't got to worry about nothing. That, them, two, them two can't. They ain't got enough time to fuck anybody else. They won't get off the top of each other. Yeah. And God bless them for it. If they would just release a quality, tasteful, classy sex tape for charity. I don't right want there. it. I do not want you it. Want I don't it? want to see people in love having sex. What the fuck am I doing oh. that for? Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> see nobody in love making love. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that boring ass shit. Yeah, good, <laughs> good sex tapes are two people that are very liking each other. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. Heated liking. That's what that's what a good sex tape needed. First name only. Maybe. Maybe. Two people who really <laughs> like each other and only know their usernames. That's what I'm looking for. Ooh. That's what you're looking for. Screen names only. Yeah. If you having sex with somebody and you only know their screen name and you only talk, you only refer to them as their screen name. Yeah, y'all better have some quality fuck. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like somebody in love, I could get in a relationship and make that myself. I don't want shit I can do. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm just picturing somebody hollering out, give it to me King Beard 102 um, <laughs> in the back shots. Like, that's the only name she knows this nigga by. Oh, but, man, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really loving somebody, you don't really get that good fucking name. You ever have, some, have somebody hold your hand while having sex? I'm like, oh, Oh, you really like me. And like, yeah, I mean, and it's fantastic as an experience, but I don't want to observe that shit. Now I'm just lonely and angry. Yeah, that missionary handhold. Uh. Yeah. Get that shit the fuck up out of here. What, are we sorry. on the Titanic? I want back shots sounding like firecrackers out this bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You two are terrible. Is this what goes on on that other thing? Correct. Yes. Correct. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. I would, well, I'll, I'll adjust my statement and say I would watch it like a Lifetime movie with a with some matching pajamas and some popcorn. <laughs> that's what kind of show it's going to be. Yeah, but you'd have to like watch it while you're in a relationship, like for pointer. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like somehow, like you're married. That works for you. That is not doing anything for me and what I'm trying to do with my life. 
All right. Oh, back to the back to the, I don't know how we got here. Oh, we were talking about heat. How and, do we uh, not get here? And swinging in Phoenix. Oh, we, there we go. We were talking about the heat in Phoenix. And I just was having this conversation with, with a friend of mine. He was asking me, what is the horniest season? Is it fall? Is it winter? Is it spring or is it summer? I will go as far to say that summer is not the horniest season. It's too uncomfortable. Yes, that's the same thing I said. Too uncomfortable. People got on the least amount of clothes, but it's the least amount of fucking going on. Yeah, because like in the summer, you got to take in consideration, does this person I'm about to fuck have an AC or at least a fan or a window? <laughs> <laughs> what hour of this person's deodorant are we on? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we on hour 17? Of a 24-hour deodorant spread because that's not always good. I cannot relate to any of this. I've uh, I've sucked the many or licked the many a bosom that had deodorant, and um, it was summertime. <laughs> <laughs> like deodorant on the. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she knew where she got sweaty at, and I was, I, I was trying to be kinky. Yeah, I did gotta... that once because I was in New York and nobody had AC, and I was like, okay, this is. I had places to to be in my clothes were, but that's not a life I typically live. So well, yeah, shout out to everybody out there that's fucking in a humid apartments. I feel for you. The fact that y'all don't be having AC like that up there is just mind-boggling to me. AC is a luxury, and sometimes New York windows and New Jersey windows can't accommodate. All air conditioners. So you might have an air conditioner, but your AC might be too big for it, or it might be too small for it, and you don't know how to put it in properly. And you don't want to just throw an AC in a window and risk it falling on somebody from right. five stories I mean, up. But that means that the AC company needs to accommodate that and do a little better because AC is not a luxury in global warming. Oh no. It's hot oh, everywhere. We need AC. We need something. We ain't built for this. What age do you think you get to where you're like, you know what, I am too old to be sweating like this while making love? <laughs> I've oh, never not been that age. Never not no. been that age? <laughs> I've never. No, I don't do that. I, I dated a guy from New York once and he did not have an AC and I was like, well, that takes New York niggas off the list because what the fuck is this? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Real New York gentleman, like if you know he doesn't have an AC, he should give you a headband like your Carmelo Anthony before you make love. <laughs> he should give me a hotel reservation. That's what Ooh. he should give me. Because hotels have would AC. You, would you take a monogram towel? <laughs> no, no, I need air conditioning. I don't play that game. I'm not like male. I lost my virginity in a room with a broken AC in the summertime in Georgia. And I almost lost my life. And it was it was touch and go for a minute because I was like, am I losing my vision from the throes of passion or is this heat a stroke? I don't know which stroke it was, but I was almost, almost out of here. Y'all almost didn't meet me. Were you at a work camp? <laughs> I was on the college campus. Potato, potato, if it ain't got no air conditioning. It was no air conditioning in there. Oh, that's ridiculous. You, you haven't lived until you felt the sensation of making love, but also the burning of sweat in your eye. But you refused to wipe 
you get out of your eye because your hands are busy at the moment. <laughs> oh, no, I've I've experienced it. I was just like, this is not about to be my regular life. Man, we man, we really even going with this global warming. We're gonna end up like Zion and in Matrix, just everybody hot and sweaty and greasy <laughs> and greasy, stomping bare feet, just glistening. <laughs> Yo, I know it smelled something ridiculous in that room. And you know I they don't know. have no deodorant in an apocalypse. No, they've been used that up in the first 30 years. <laughs> Hell no. That room smelled like everything. Oof. Oof. Wasn't no antibacterial oh, soap either. Oh. <laughs> no more dial. No, no, no. <laughs> you just losing oh. using glycerin and horse fat. I don't. I don't what? know. Is that what they make? So what? Out of? I don't know. I don't know. Cat fat, like y'all in the book of Eli. No, isn't there Ooh, some yeah. kind of there's some kind of animal fat that they make soap that they yeah. originally made soap out of, right? I'm yeah. not making that up. Pork, okay. Uh, pork fat, glycerin from the hooves of uh, different animals. I think y'all are y'all getting this from Fight Club. No. No. Oh, That's okay. What they really made it out of fat and life. I want you to start reading books. All right, I'll read books. All right, all right. All right, let's move on to <laughs> something that's... <laughs> no, uh, we don't know, because we wanted to nail down some other topics. And what was the other topic that you wanted to bring up, Mel? No, it was me. I wanted to oh. bring up the hearings. Ooh. The January 6th hearing, because it's getting interesting, because white people are starting to tell on other white people. Yeah, white people don't snitch. They snitch very differently. <laughs> they snitch blatantly. It is not. It is not a knock on your character in the white community to tell on your friends after y'all get caught. No, not at all. Mm -mm. They'll look you square in the face. That's right, David did it. That 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 line right there. I'm not going down alone. Came from a white movie. That didn't come from. I'm gonna get you sucker. No, I'm. And they are not going down. They. Yeah, they are pulling everyone down with them. Anybody that did something is coming out. Cassidy Hutchinson Steve testified, and they were like, oh, we snitching, snitching. Bet. Yeah, yeah. When Miss Hutchinson got up there, she's like, oh, we tell it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they believe, do you think they, they believe that if they, if everyone admits that they did something wrong, that they can't lock up everybody? <laughs> I mean, it's worked like that before. I don't think they think they're going to jail. Oh, okay. And some of them at this point are probably testifying under the condition of immunity. Like, I'm sure Cassidy Hutchinson got some kind of immunity deal. I'm sure a lot of them got an immunity deal. I'm sure she will be Kimberly Holsenfatz next year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Better call Cassidy. Yeah. Because don't call her Cassidy, because she'll be following rutabagas in southwest Idaho next year. Because she, she told so much, she got to leave here. It, it just ain't safe no more. <laughs> she told on everybody, she can't even get a real doctor. She was a tried and true Trump supporter. And so that left wing jobs are out of the question. And she told so much now, they can't hire her back. And the thing that you should remember about all of these people who are testifying, they're pieces of shit. 
there are oh. no heroes here. There are no like <laughs> these aren't <laughs> lovable losers. These are pieces of shit who watch the shit go down and rather than stop do anything to say, hey, I think these niggas are about to do the treason. They just kind of let it happen. And then when it didn't work, they were like, well, don't want to go to jail. So here's the information. So yeah. O'Bannon, O'Bannon, the big joker. Well, he might. Would y'all say he's the big joker or the deuce? He would... is the crypt keeper. And the <laughs> fact that he's still alive and has not degraded nothingness at this point is just fascinating. But I don't think that Bannon is going to give anything usable. At least he won't do it intentionally. Do I think that he's... I'm sorry? You don't think so? I think that he's cocky enough to give something away unintentionally. But Mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to give anything away on purpose. Because if you heard, what he said was... Trump gave him the authority to speak, which means that he's showing up in Trump's interest. Because what happened, Kevin McCarthy trying to be a smartass actually fucked him by not having Mm -hmm. any Republicans, any of his Republicans on this committee. So now this is what I really think this is, them trying to come from behind. And that's what I think Bannon's testimony is supposed to do. Now, Bannon is cocky and also unintelligent. So I think he's going to unofficially give something away or commit perjury. But I don't think that he's intentionally going to give anything that puts Trump under it. Not anything that nobody knows. I think he's there to muddy the waters. I don't don't have any faith in him doing anything helpful. You bring up a good point. He did say he's coming on Trump's authority and uh he's gonna he's gonna come to set the record straight it's a nonsense right, statement he, i'm sorry it does it is a nonsense statement because he because trump has no authority himself and we like we doing your treason trial what are you talking about yeah this <laughs> is a this is a subpoena and you're not counsel so there's nothing that you need to be authorized to say you're just trying to save your ass because if you remember he was about to go to trial for or may still be going to trial for contempt of Congress. Yeah. Of a con- congressional yeah. subpoena. Yeah. He didn't and that trial was supposed like to start, I think, tomorrow. So wait, what if he cut a deal on his own contempt and he backdoors Trump when he gets up there? That's entirely he possible. In two, he in two different court cases at once? Yeah, he, he was, was supposed to been come up. He was there for uh, some other shit, though. He was supposed to testify, not about the January 6th, uh, the insurrection, but something else, I think. God damn, you know you a terrible person when you got multiple court cases going on at one time. Oh, yeah. You know a nigga ain't coming home when he like, you know, when I beat this, I'll see y'all soon, man. I just got to beat the little gun charge. And then my lawyer said, as soon as that go, they'll deal with the cocaine. Like, nigga, we... (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, we're not finna see you for five to seven. The hell you talking about you'll be home soon. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing about those insurrections, the ones who got in the Capitol, them motherfuckers going to jail. They putting old white women in jail. They are not fucking around. Wait, that was that was fun. Yeah. They they put put an old white woman with breast cancer in jail, nigga. 
God dang it. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not. Her having breast cancer is not funny. Her daughter on Twitter quoting Haley Selassie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What is happening? Today, yesterday, whenever. Yeah. It, the thing about it is it's very fucked up that this is this is happening. At the same time, girl, you committed treason. Like <laughs> jail is the low end of what you could have gotten. Cause sedition and conspiracy, you could die over that. Damn. Damn. So wait, are they getting major time too? Or is it just like slaps on the wrist? Or are they getting like real time? I think old girl got like three years. Ooh. Okay. They're not fucking around. Oh, they're getting real time. All right. And then some people Dang. are getting like probation. It's a mixed bag on who's getting what, but there are definitely yeah. people who are going to jail. I don't think they're going to get in the double digits, but people are going to jail. What they're really trying to do, and I don't know where I fall on this, but one of the things they focused on in the most recent hearing was how this was Trump's, like Trump incited a riot. And they had that guy, I can't remember his name, the ginger, who was the redheaded guy who was fired up and was like, well, when he told us to go home, we went home. Okay, but you were still going to do the insurrection so right you were you you saw the gallows you saw you heard hang mike pence you heard all of that and you could say whatever the fuck you want about waiting on trump's word but you were fully prepared to reap the benefits if this would have worked out so like the whole focus on and they all listen to trump no these niggas were fucking racist these niggas are fucking bullshit artists and yeah i don't it's time for y'all to go it's time for y'all to go and now that it's not working out they want sympathy like fuck y'all fuck y'all you came to like you said you came up to the capitol with a fucking gallows and a goddamn noose like you came you didn't come up there to to fucking protest or party no you came up there to kill people and this is still we still don't know who ripped buttons out because you got to remember it was AOC, I think, where they rip buttons, like panic buttons that they have in their office, rip those out. That still doesn't get into who planted the fucking bombs. Because there were bombs that were planted. Wait, wait. They ripped out panic buttons Mm -hmm. and they planted bombs. Pipe Mm -hmm. bombs. They planted pipe bombs near the Democrat headquarters, the GOP headquarters, and near congressional offices. Huh. Yeah. yeah, they were not fucking around. If this would have gone off, we were going to watch people get executed on television, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if they'd have caught up with people, we'd have, we'd have at least saw some major beatdowns in front of people. Like they were finna whoop Mike Pence to death. The wild yeah. part, the wild part about the MPD being hailed as heroes is interesting. And I'm gonna plug my other podcast. 
please because we did a resist by live episode on january 6th earlier this year and we had a guest nini taylor who is with an, an activist group who's with an, an organization harriet's wildest dreams yes. protesting for black lives protesting for justice equity all the stuff that we want and up until that point in time MPD was in cahoots with Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, all of those, and helping and allowing them to harass, terrorize, attack, assault Black Lives Matter protesters. Which I remember. So this was their homies fucking them up. That's why they were calling them traitors and shit, because up until that point, they were in the same gang. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it was Everybody. only like a few weeks before that that Proud Boys were stabbing people in Black Lives Matter like right outside the Capitol. The whole summer they was fucking with them. The <laughs> whole summer they were being essentially weaponized by the police against protesters. So now it's all, you see all these MPD folks and then we stood for democracy, whatever. You were letting protesters get fucked up and you didn't think they would do it to you. And they did. Or they, they was throwing fire extinguishers. They, you know, what was it? I think it was six people that got killed in MPD. Yes. Six people got killed? I think uh, it was six officers or four officers that got killed. I, I know more, the number has gone up from suicides and yeah. the death toll has risen, I think, yeah. above that. And it's all a result of January 6th. But I think the day of four, it was the day of, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because somebody got hit in the head with a extinguisher, he died. Yes. Oh. Someone Terrible got... Shit. I'll be watching to see who go to jail. So moving on, it's something that was bothering me because I overpaid. Like, have you ever overpaid for food and it made it worse because it wasn't that good? Oh, that's still. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> you ever laid out money? You ever laid out money for food? It turned out to be not good, and now you out $150 and you unsatisfied. I that's happened to me on so many occasions. I get mad and I hold personal vendettas against the places that I buy food from and how bad it was. It just just paying money for bad food just pisses me off. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just because I want to get y'all take on certain foods that are always going to be walking that line. Me, my first, I'm going to put this out there. Y'all might not like it. People that's listening might not understand. But lobster, I've overpaid for it at least a dozen times. And I'm not doing it anymore. I think I ate my last lobster about four years ago. I'm through. Well, you on your own with that one. I love lobster. <laughs> I buy lobster all the time. Lobster is delicious. You just got to know where to get it from. I don't trust anywhere that... I won't buy lobster from anywhere that's not. And if your city does not touch water, I will not buy seafood <laughs> from them. I don't care where I am. Like, the only reason I've had Chicago seafood is because I'm like, they got a lake. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, big ass lake. I have not enjoyed lobster. I'm not a fan. Oh, really? I just okay. think there's so many. There's so much better seafood that's just tastier and and yeah, lobster is not it for me. It's okay, but it's yeah. not really, especially like like a steamed lobster tail. Eh, you could keep it. Oh, okay, okay. 
Okay. Okay. I don't hate it, but you could keep it. I just think it's it doesn't really hold flavor because you're not really cooking it that long. You're not really doing anything to an advance. You're just more or less steaming it and using like butter and that kind of thing. And it's just not. Yeah, I would rather cook- crab over lobster. I would rather like a king crab or a dungeness crab over lobster. I agree with you, but you got to, this is the way I picture lobster, especially lobster tail is just a, it's like a fork that you can eat to deliver butter to your body. Like you just dip. (laughs) Yeah, that's not what I want from my seafood. That's not what I want. I want flavor. There's so many different, there's, of course, there's just like fish in general, but even yes. when it comes to shellfish, I prefer crab. I prefer crawfish. I prefer shrimp. I prefer oh, clams and mussels, like scallops. Everything lobster is at the end of my seafood desire. This is, and it, it don't help that the shit is an extra $24 on the tab when you put one on there. I'm not big on it. I keep telling people. Listen, all when you pay for anything, the taste value goes down. It's very rare that you bite something that you paid for and it's tasty. I didn't pay for the lobster. lobster. I just didn't like it. I don't know because I, I almost bought a I almost bought a lobster in Jamaica from a nigga that was walking around on the beach with an uncooked lobster on his hand. Say lobster, lobster bar. Now lobster, I would I'm love. Like, I would like to. I've never been to the Caribbean, so I would like yeah. to have lobster there and see if it's see how it's prepared there but what i've had in america i wasn't digging i just wasn't understanding why this nigga was walking around the beach with a lobster on the cutting board i'm like did you go get that yourself what is is going on you're asking so many questions okay (laughs) okay i'm just saying two things you do not ask a jamaican man about his second family and where he got the lobster from Duh. What about it? Can I at least ask about his third family? <laughs> Tread lightly. You can, but I don't recommend it. That's a linear question. And yeah. if one ain't if one ain't necessary, then you can't be asking me about the third in line either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh, your nosy boy. <laughs> because now you're implying you're shit about the second. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's my fault. Dangerous waters. Dangerous waters. Oh. All right, so y'all give me y'all overrated food since mine was controversial. Controversial? Steaks in any restaurant. I think. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I I prefer a homemade steak prepared to my liking. I I think just like all steaks in any like chain, they're not, they're overrated, bro. It's, It's never worth the money. It's never worth the money. You just showing that you got the money that you can buy the steak. Okay, the only reason I'm going to agree with you a little bit is that I went to Don Shula's restaurant and paid $360 for some bullshit. Like they did a whole they did a whole 10-minute spiel on the different cuts of meat that I could, like, they wheeled all this raw shit out there. So you can have this right here, you can have the porterhouse, you can have the New York strip, you can have the filet mignon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, this is going to be good. And then $300 later, I was like, this is some bullshit. I could have went to Applebee's and ate my weight and fucking favorite bag ribs and been happier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't whenever I go oh my fault. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, like I've been to a couple steakhouse. Like it's always the same thing. Like the only good thing about going to a steakhouse, and I highly recommend this for anybody, if you go to a steakhouse, just ask to sit at the chef's table. That's the best thing that you could do. You get extra food, 
And you actually get to see how a steak gets prepared properly if you don't know how to do it already. But you'll end up paying for the same shit that you get made at your house and probably even better at your house. I mean, that's a good, that's a different perspective. I didn't even think of that. Yep. I've never seen a steakhouse bill in my life. <laughs> I take magic, like, Miss Magic Booty over here. She just like, if I go on a date and I take you to a steakhouse, take my date to a steakhouse, I strategically hand them the card and go, when the bill comes, just pay it. I'll be right back. So they can see what I just <laughs> I'm I've had that happen and I still didn't look. I just stuck the card in there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, there go your big plan. That's not my business. You just, oh, he had to go to the bathroom. Let's what am I going to do? Balance your checkbook next? What the fuck? So, ma'am, do you want me to open it for what? <laughs> no, but you got to leave the tip. You got to leave the tip. Leave, put the tip. Write the tip on it. $50. No, I mean. Oh. It'll be there for you to sign when you get back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing, now I'm picturing Gordon waiting in the wings for her to open the shit. He ain't coming back to the table till she opened the damn bill. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Look at it, look at it, look at it now. Yeah, no, I don't, I've never done that. Oh, man. My overrated food is also a restaurant food, but it's gumbo. I do not like, I do not like gumbo at restaurants because gumbo is a very difficult thing to mass produce. Oh, okay. So you're saying the bigger the pot, the easier it is to fuck up? Yeah. And you, a key ingredient of gumbo is, or key ingredients are love and care. So you're Mm. taking your time with everything. Like when I make gumbo, it's a amazing, but it's a whole experience. I got Anita Baker playing. I'm drinking wine. I'm in a good headspace. So that adds to it. I'm taking my time with all my seasonings and everything. You can't really do that in a restaurant environment. You're getting it out. And it can be, it's edible. It's it can be tasty. You can have a decent gumbo, but like the way I want to make gumbo. The best, the only time I can really say I've liked a restaurant gumbo is when it's non-seafood they get to do a little bit more Grigri is a restaurant here and they have a pretty decent chicken and sausage gumbo but by and large you're not gonna get that it's just not logical for a large restaurant to mass produce gumbo it's just not gonna work it never it always falls short somewhere whether it's the rue the ingredient quality, whatever. Gumbo is just a really big undertaking. So to really get it right. And you just mm. don't have the time to do that when you're making it day after day, after. especially when it's a, a on your daily menu. Yeah. Places that only do it once a week might get it kind of right, but you're still doing that mass production. Like you still, you've still got this large, you're churning it out. And gumbo is not a, product that you churn so yeah i'm always disappointed when i have restaurant gumbo i like the fact that you set a mood before you even Mm -hmm. prepare your gumbo like you lighten the incense you absolutely (laughs) when i cook it's a whole thing it's a whole thing and you can like do your prep work and that type of thing i'll cut 
my like now I have it down to a science where I'll cut my onions and all of that good stuff the night before and have it in the fridge ready to go but even that oh. like things take time you have to peel and devein your shrimp that takes time you have to do what you need to do with your crabs that takes time so all of it takes time so for me it's a two-day process more or less to really get it right like the way I like it and, and especially if you're using fresh ingredients like if I'm using when you're using everything fresh like I do I'm using fresh okra that means I have to cut the okra I have to clean the okra I have to sift through that like all of it takes time how much time do you have to do that with fresh ingredients in a fast-paced restaurant environment so not see, much yeah see, even if I like it there's still like home cooked gumbo is always better but you're gonna pay for restaurant gumbo so that's my overrated take Mel, Mr. Rome, now y'all got me thinking. We need a restaurant that that gives you samples of food before you order, or like you get a sample before you like get like your big big bowl of it or big That's plate of stressful. it. Oh no! I want a restaurant like what was that? Baskin Robbins. Yeah, give me a Baskin Robbins style restaurant. <laughs> How about this? I'll give you four dollars if you let me lick the spoon. <laughs> So here's the thing. Okay. The the drawback of that okay. is chefs are sensitive and temperamental. That's true. That's true. So when you get that sample and you say, mm-hmm. mm, no, thank you, you going to eat the next thing they send out? You feel safe oh, doing that? No, that's true. I guess you're right. See or you saying? might have to get in a fist fight. You <laughs> might. <laughs> Somebody not nigga, going home tonight. Nigga, what's wrong with night? my gumbo? Yeah, nigga, what's wrong with my gumbo? And then there's a sharp-ass knife in your face. You're like, whoa. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, it was a little bit too spicy for me. I didn't know I had to throw hands. Oh, man. I got to, oh. Mel, you said chefs, and you talk about chefs' temperaments, and you just reminded me. I got to share a video with you later. I, like, we got to stop some of these Instagram chefs, because, like, they are just doing shit in the kitchen just to get likes and just to get their real numbers up. And it's pissing me off. They're just doing it for engagement. And if we stop engaging it, they'll stop. I saw it's... someone sneeze on lamb shanks and still cook them. And I lost my mind. I was like, first off, why did you post this? <laughs> <laughs> but engagement. What an engagement. You can sneeze on that expensive ass meat and then cook it. That's supposed to be your secret. I don't want to know that. Because I don't care how fucking hot the oven got. If you sneeze on it, I don't want it. Most of the wild shit we see now is just for engagement. Oh, man. And it works. You should have saw the comments. Because everybody in the comments is oh, that looks delicious. Other people was like, nigga, did you sneeze? (laughs) People are totally fine with infamy because infamy is still attention. Oh, that's That's so sad. So sad. Oh, let's see. We keep we keeping the show rolling. So yeah, this was Mel's baby. We was hot gossip. Hot gossip. Benefits hot back, gossip. bitches. No. Oh, yeah. God, no. Oh. You saw that, did it. You saw that, Gordon? They got married, and she's apparently going to be <sighs> Jennifer Affleck now. I, I didn't even know this. Yeah, child. She gonna give up the Lopez? So she's no longer Jenny from the block. She's Jenny from Beantown. <laughs> she's not from the block. She didn't change her first name. 
she's still no. where she's from but it like is that even allowed joining boston and new york like that oh she fake for that i just thought about that i don't think so i think they should they should probably come together like two opposite magnets because i don't think you're allowed to do that no you're really not i've been to boston a couple of times and it's, it's a forbidden love <laughs> I just picture Gordon in a bar late night in Boston and having a good time with a good uh, with a woman, and at the very end he says, "You know, this could never be." She puts on a Red Sox hat, and I just spit at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> she protests, and he just puts his finger on her lips and walks away. That's it. It's better this way. It's better this way. Oh, man. But, oh, man. Everybody getting back together and having babies and getting married. Who else is getting back together? Didn't Chloe and that NBA player? That That's a surrogate and he just didn't have an outside baby and they saving face. <laughs> I don't think this nigga, I don't think that nigga understands the concept of surrogate. And technically, is it an outside baby? Because people are like, oh, when he found out he couldn't fuck the surrogate. I'm like, are we sure he didn't fuck him? I'm pretty sure you like there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He may not have had to fuck her to make the baby. He didn't have to. He fucked her though. If it's twins, then I know he definitely slept with the surrogate, got her pregnant, and Chloe just went, take this extra egg. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that nigga, as Ron White said, that nigga is like a dog that kills chickens. And you get a dog, you get a dog to get the taste of chickens in his mouth. It's hard to get him to stop doing it ever. This is some country shit y'all don't know. Yeah, no, I get you though. <laughs> and I try to like, I don't want to harp on this, but he's Jamaican, so you know. No, oh, oh man, I, I forgot he's a Thompson. Oh yeah, they 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 be doing that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it just the, the math just doesn't math, nope, so I'm not going nut in her. No, that that it, no, I'm just not buying it. Some people just some people just don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying. Oh man, a dog that has a taste for chickens. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Who related? Oh. I, I, I wasn't going to go. I wasn't, I wasn't going to keep going on somebody who got by together, but I don't know if this counts of gossip or if I got on my conspiracy hat already. But you told me her name. Is it Ivana? Ivana. Ivana Trump done gone to the she great beyond. Gone to the gone to the the white fur coat club <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> but the thing is, she didn't die of old age. So what now? She you know, fell down the steps. Oh, that sounds that sounds yeah. like it, I, sounds, oh. I, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it like an old school detective uh noir film. Sounds like murder. <laughs> it, listen, it looks suspect. It just does just the because the family is trash. Yeah. Just because. And the background for it is that the Trump children were cited to testify in New York court over the ongoing investigation to the Trump charities and businesses in, in the state of New York. And now that's on hold? 
that's on hold. And I'm not so saying they did it. It just it just sounds like murder. After a while, <laughs> when you've played in shit so long and so often, everything associated with you smells shitty. Yeah. It does. So I got on my hat trying to figure out who pushed Ivana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, it's a lot going on. It's a lot of hot news. That's the world we live in. It's, this is a shit show, buddy. And it's it, hot outside. Oh, I got some hot news. This weekend, this past weekend, Craig Robinson, you might know him from TV shows such as The Office. They had my boom running for his life. And the now spokesperson for Pizza Hut, Craig Robinson, was at a comedy club in North Carolina that had a gunman. What? Yes. yes. He had my baby running for his life. Yes. Thankfully, he wasn't on stage at the time, but there was a gut gunman at the comedy club, which, as a comedian, I say this to all comedy clubs and all comedy venues, for the love of God, get us security. <laughs> That's wild. It's, I understand we're all out having a good time, and yes, it's a comedy club, but for the love of God, pat someone down. I know it's a small basement in the local town, but just maybe, could you? Possibly. Just pat somebody's waist real quick. Pretend they Nobody has fuck. a goddamn hand cannon. People say that to me all the time. Are you scared when you go up there? Ah, uh, what, I'm telling jokes? No. Crazy people? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm not I saying think people, I think people don't realize it's me against 200 strangers at any given time. And I got to win they trust and they love within 25 minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes. You got 25 seconds of your of saying goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. All right, get to it. This is weird. Oh, man. But yes. That happened to Craig Robinson, but thankfully he is okay. Reportedly, there's no one hurt, and thankfully no one was hurt, but still, that's still a tricky situation. Yeah. Nerve-wracking. Yeah, it is. You gotta be worried about somebody pulling out anywhere. You had somebody who got shot, who got murdered over putting too much mayonnaise on a sandwich at Subway. Yeah. Two people shot, one people kill, one person killed. Young girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sad. I gotta stop. You know what? Instagram, specifically, D.L. Hughley's Instagram, who I recently unfollowed, I had to unfollow because I'm tired of turning on Instagram and almost seeing a murder. And I, I can't wake up like that. I don't open up an app and not knowing what I'm about to see. There's no warning. It's just, oh, this person had a gun. Watch it. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. So just letting people know right now, if you be posting some wild shit on your Instagram, I'm unfollowing you. I can't start off my day like that. Yeah. When they kept showing the situation with Jalen Walker, I don't oh. want to see that. Nope. Nope. They found 46 bullet holes in that child. I don't want to see that shit. Not at all. So be careful on certain videos and people you follow out there. And make sure if you're going to post something, people, warn people, have some decency. I realize that like some people, like people are just lacking decency. We just, I think we lost it in the pandemic. I think everybody came out of that. Highlighted it. You think so? 
Yeah. I thought everybody came out of the caves with just no more decorum whatsoever. People got worse, but it's because they were sitting with themselves and just became their full selves. <laughs> That's all it is. Somebody said, somebody yeah, said they, they, they incubated? Yeah. <laughs> it was in the greenhouse for two years and they came out. They were like, hmm, let me show everybody what I'm up to. And we all went a little feral, but that means different things for different people. Oh, yeah. I don't get haircuts every two weeks anymore. Oof. I'm sitting I, here I, looking I, I like recently, a tennis ball right now. I recently <laughs> saw a picture of, my, of myself during the lockdown. I look like an old school uh, uh, like uh, white president. I had mutton chops. <laughs> <laughs> The wildest beard, and I was like, "What the? Oh man!" Now I have multiple razors at, at my house. I even got the professional haircut and um, uh, shaver. So if we ever get locked down again, I, I can shave myself. Hmm. Man, yeah, I was in, looking like Wolverine. Yeah. I was in quarantine, <laughs> looking like John Leguizamo's character in Blade. <laughs> Job of the butt. Oh my Job god! But, but, what a name, yo! That was that squeal that Pearl did in Blade will live with me forever. Mm. When they turn that light on, mm. well, I, gotta watch, I gotta watch that again. Oh, I think the bad advice show should come together to watch some bad black cinema, and we should do this sometime soon. And just live tweet or either do it on watch it on Zoom something so the people can know. That the movies are out there for them to watch. I've been wanting, I've wanted to do a nigga MST 3000 forever, and y'all just ignore me. No, we can definitely make that happen. No, we, you have a great idea. We just need to get off our ass and make it happen. Seriously, are we allowed to show like certain cinema online? No, we're going to jail, but no, yeah, we're going to go to jail. Like, we have to figure out a way to do that, but yeah, I mean. With time, there's a way we could do anything now. So we just have to put okay. the put the effort in. Put the effort. Speaking speaking of effort, this we're making some changes to the Bad Advice Show. Thank y'all for rocking with us for the last five years. We appreciate you so much. We're going to be doing stuff for more engagement and more getting more of your feedback and questions. So this coming week on uh, let's call it Thursday at seven o'clock Eastern. We're going to be doing a Twitter space recapping this, recapping this episode or any other episode or any, taking any questions you, you might have. Tell them what it's about. Just tell them. Look, we having a Twitter space Thursday at seven. Bring ass. Yes. I want to just give them, you know, a heads up. Bring you got to tease them. Yeah, just tease them. Bring ass. Bring and ass. also, that reminds us, we also have a Patreon patreon.com backslash bad advice show we are back thank you for all those that continue to hang out with us we were on break we will be back on our regular schedule bringing you all the dope content that you are used to getting the episode early and also that other thing with me and mel 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 So make sure you subscribe for that. You can get you can get both episodes for ten dollars, or you can get the episode Bad Advice Show episodes early for five if you join, depending on what tier you do. So please join the Patreon, support us, so we can keep bringing y'all dope shit. 
All right. Haven't done this in a while. Mel, what you got coming up? I have an announcement. So <laughs> Resist Pot Live is going to be at Barrel and Flow Fest for our first in-person panel. The title Ooh. is going to be Culture as Resistance. And among our guests will be artist Honey Young and somebody who is familiar. Gordon Baker Bone. And we're going to have a couple of brewers as well who are participating in Barrel and Flow. It is going to be so dope. The speaker series is on August 12th. Our panel is at 11 a.m., but the panels start at 9 a.m. Eastern, and you should catch each and every one of them. We'll put the information up. I'll be putting information up, and it's going to be dope. And then, of course, you can catch me on Resist Bot's Instagram every morning for Mel's Morning Mug where I talk about the most recent petitions and news items of the day, Monday through Friday. So your girl is busy. Wow. All right. So Rome, where you going to be at? Uh, let me see. I'm going to be back at the DC Improv here shortly. I'll give you dates on that later on. You can catch my full set from the Justice Comedy Show on YouTube at Sarone Russell Comic. Search my channel. You'll find both sets on there. So I appreciate it if you go watch. And you can find me on Twitter at Sarone Russell. I'll be sharing my thoughts. I should keep to myself and things like that. All right. And as for me, guys, you can find me at Baker Bone on Instagram and Twitter. BakerBone.com for all my schedules. That's my websites. And also, please follow us on our Patreon page. I got a ton of shows coming up around New York City, so definitely check me out with that. And I'm heading back up to Boston, as I said before, and also other parts of the country to be doing some shows. So definitely follow and let me know. And also, our very own hashtag, hashtag Bad Advice Show. Let us know what you liked and what you disliked about the show. You also get to see what people thought about the show also, so definitely hit that up. All right, guys. And don't I forget like to, to give us a rating. Give us a five-star rating. That helps us. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, five yes. stars. Thank you. All right. Guys, make sure you have sex in a heated room just so you can know what it feels like. <laughs> Don't do that. And with that being said, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.